your Locked On Wild. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Wild. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome to another episode of Locked On Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Locker Room. You can download the Locker Room app and join me tonight at 7 o'clock to get in on the action. Locker Room, changing the way we talk sports. On today's episode of Lockdown Wild, we will finish off the D of the Wild's offseason Dennis system, decompressing the regular season and postseason. We will take a look at the season series between the Wild and the St. Louis Blues, the Vegas Golden Knights, and the Colorado Avalanche as we gear up for the evaluation portion of the offseason, which begins next week. My name is Seth Topal, host of Locked on Wild, veteran of over 10 years of Minnesota sports coverage, including the last couple of seasons exclusively covering the Minnesota Wild. Thank you for joining me on this Friday edition of Locked on Wild. Make sure, as always, to follow Locked on Wild wherever you listen to podcasts, on Twitter, at Locked on Wild, and you can also follow me on Twitter as well, at Seth Topes. Well, let's get to it. We've got a busy edition of Locked on Wild for you today. Looking at the season series against the Blues, the Golden Knights, and the Avalanche, this one's not going to be as much fun as uh, we've had over the uh, last couple renditions of this uh, decompression week. Uh, The Blues handling the Wilds pretty well in the regular season series, uh, winning by a final count of six games to two. Uh, the Wild actually took game one of this series two games to nothing. Uh, two to nothing, I should say. St. Louis came back to win game two of the series, nine to one. The uh, Blues then won three two in overtime, four three in game four, five to four in game five. The Wild won game six, four to three in overtime. The Blues then came back to win game seven, four nothing. And the Blues won seven to three against the Wild in game Eight. So obviously, uh, a team that the Wild struggled against, maybe the team they struggled the most against this season. And uh, some of the reasons as to why that is come down to the Blues' physicality on all of the lines that they brought uh, onto the ice. Uh, just uh, really not a team that gives you any sort of break um, in terms of the uh, the bruising physical style of play that they bring. And uh, for the Blues, a team that you know, struggled to start off the season. The big reason as to why I think the Wild struggled so much, or one of the reasons, is that they didn't start playing the Blues until they had really gotten into rhythm. Um, first game of the season against them coming on March 25th. So uh, the Wild had a couple of months of play already, uh, and the Blues struggled out of the gate, but really picked it up uh, the last couple of months of the season. So I think that was part of it. I think the style of play just was uh, was one that the Wilds could not really match, um, that bruising style. And a couple of other things that really hurt the Wild in this series. Um, the Blues not only had eight power play goals in the series in eight games, they also had two shorthanded goals in the series as well. And uh, for the Blues, 35 goals in the eight games. Uh, for the uh, the season series, uh, and so just a team that just dominated the Wild uh, pretty much throughout uh, the entirety of the series. Looking at the goaltending numbers, the Wild managed a 4.38 goals allowed average and an 85.5 save percentage. Cam Talbot went one two and two with a 3.13 
goals allowed average and an 89.1 save percentage. Capo Kakinen, though, and uh, this includes that 9 to 1 loss. 1 and 2 with a 6.3 goals allowed average and an 80.2 save percentage against the Blues. So obviously for St. Louis, they really feasted on uh, the Wilds goaltending and their penalty kill as well. And uh, for the Blues goalies, Ville Husso, 3 and 0 with a 1.91 goals allowed average and a 934 save percentage, also one shutout. Jordan Bennington, 3-1 and 1 with a 2.62 goals allowed average and an 894 save percentage. So collectively, 6-1-1 with a 2.38 goals allowed average and a 91.1 save percentage and one shutout. That was the huge factor in this series was that the Blues were able to capitalize on Wild's goaltending while the Wild were not able to capitalize on Blues goaltending. And uh, just looking at some of the players that had the best numbers against the Blues on the season, Kevin Fiala had uh, six points in six games, two goals, four assists. Marcus Foligno, Jonas Brodeen with four points apiece on two goals, two assists. Nico Sturm with three goals against the Blues in seven games. Kirill Kaprizov had two goals and an assist against St. Louis, one of the more quiet season series uh, for him against the Honda West Division. And uh, other than that, Matt Zuccarello, Matt Dumba, Victor Rask, Ryan Suter with a goal apiece. Marcus Johansson with a goal against the Blues. Zach Parisi with a goal against the Blues. And uh, Jewel Eriksson had two goals against the Blues in the series. So Jewel Eriksson just the two goals in eight games. Uh, you look at some of the other players, Jordan Greenway, three assists in eight games. Uh, as mentioned, Marcus Foligno had four points in five games. So a lot of the regulars for the Wilds, uh, a lot of the top guys, kept pretty much in check uh, in this season series, which was another reason that the Blues were able to win it. And on the St. Louis side of things, David Perrone with 12 points in eight games, four goals and eight assists. Ryan O'Reilly had 10 points on six goals and four assists in the eight games. Uh, Mike Hoffman with four goals. Jordan Cairo had four goals. Uh, Sammy Blaze had three goals, as did Jaden Schwartz. Uh, but as mentioned, 35 goals in the eight games for the Blues, including eight power play goals and two shorthanded goals as well. So the uh, key to what led to the Blues winning this series so handedly was uh, not only the physical style of play, but the power play and penalty kill numbers as well. Uh, the Wild managing just one power play goal in the season series. So in terms of what uh, the Wild need to do to close the gap heading into next year, well, they need to uh, be able to play a more physical style against this Blues team. They need to shore up the penalty kill. And uh, they also need to uh, do a little better job against the uh, Blues goaltending as well. So that's a look at the season series against the St. Louis Blues, one that uh, I'm sure most Wild fans would like to forget. So we will head next to the Vegas Golden Knights season series against the Wild. That is next here on Locked on Wild. Investing can be complicated, but whether you're a beginner or you've been investing for years, Wealthfront makes it easy. They have the right tools for every portfolio. Wealthfront can create a portfolio of globally diversified low-cost index funds personalized just for you in minutes. No manual trades, no picking stocks, no watching the stock market every day. They automatically handle all the investing based on preferences you control. Wealthfront is trusted with over $20 billion in assets 
and you can get your first $5,000 managed for free by going to wealthfront.com slash LockedOnNHL. All you need is $500 to get started. Grow your wealth the easy way and let Wealthfront do the work for you. To get your first $5,000 managed for free for life, go to wealthfront.com slash LockedOnNHL. That's W-E-A-L-T-H-F-R-O-N-T dot com slash LockedOnNHL to start growing your savings. Go to wealthfront.com slash LockedOnNHL and get started today. If you're looking for a great tasting treat that can also help you look your best, Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar on the market. They've got nine delicious flavors, including coconut, coconut almond, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, double chocolate, and salted caramel, so there is a Built Bar flavor for everyone. If you're not sure what your Built Bar flavor is, don't worry. You can get a mixed box where you'll get two each of the nine flavors. Not only do Built Bars taste great, but they're healthy too. Most flavors have 17 grams of protein, are only 130 calories, contain only 4 grams of sugar, and only 4 grams of net carbs. Some of the flavors have even more protein packed into each tasty Built Bar. So don't put this off for even another minute. Go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off of your first order. Use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Continuing with our final day of decompression here on Locked on Wild, looking at the regular season series against the St. Louis Blues. Now we turn our attention to the Vegas Golden Knights. And to finish off the show, we'll look at the season series against the Colorado Avalanche as well. Wilds continued their uh, strong regular season success against the Vegas Golden Knights uh, by winning the season series five games to three. However, the uh, first couple of games of the series, not particularly good ones for the Wilds. You may remember in the first game of the series against the Wilds, um, against the Golden Knights, the Zach Parisi controversy took place. And uh, if you are not familiar with or, or don't remember what exactly happened, Parisi stayed on the ice through his normal shift to try to help Marcus Foligno pick up a hat trick in Game 1, in which the Wild had, uh, I believe it was a two-goal lead uh, down the stretch, and the Golden Knights were able to rally to tie and then won it in overtime 5-4. to four. Uh, the next game, the Golden Knights won 5-1, to one, so a rough start to the season series uh, for the Wild against the Golden Knights. They bounced back in Game 3, blanking the Golden Knights 2-0, then won Game 4, 4-3. Four the Wild won 3-2 in Game 5 in a shootout, and then won 2-1 in Game 6. In Game 7, the Wild rallied from a two-goal deficit to win in regulation 6-5, and then the final game of the season series, the Golden Knights won 3-2 in overtime. So the Wild take the season series five games to three, of course, in the postseason. The Golden Knights won four games to three with that 6-2 win in game seven. So uh, for those that wanted a ton of Vegas Golden Knights and Minnesota Wild games this year, uh, certainly had it covered. Adding in the postseason, the Wild still won the uh, total series against the Golden Knights eight games to seven. So... Uh, take that for what you will. But uh, we already talked about what went wrong in the postseason series against the Golden Knights. In the regular season, it was more so just an extension of uh, of what we saw in the postseason. Uh, the Wild and Vegas pretty evenly matched teams. Um, and it just it came down to a puck mounts here or there on either side for, uh, for either team uh, that really ended up 
leading to the wins uh, that both teams accumulated uh, throughout the regular season. So pretty even, ma- uh, evenly matched series in the regular season, and then in the postseason, pretty much the same story uh, as well. Looking at the individual performances, we'll start with the goaltending because some very interesting things uh, that we can pull away from the goaltending. Marc-Andre Fleury, brilliant again in the season series against the Wild. He played in six games and went 3-3 three and three with a 2.41 goals allowed average, a 91.8 save percentage, no shutout. Um, for the Golden Knights in any of the season series. Robin Leonard, not uh, not as good. In two games, he went 0-1-1 with a 3.87 goals allowed average and an 88.4 save percentage. And then Logan Thompson, in relief, um, ended up coming into uh, one of the games in the series and had two saves. That, I believe, was uh, one of the Marc-Andre Fleury games that uh, that he came in after Fleury got uh, got pulled. So all of that um, kind of went to another level for Fleury in the postseason series, but uh, still some very good goaltending on the Golden Knights side. Collectively, 2.88 goals allowed average and a 90.9 save percentage. On the other end, the Wilds, slightly higher goals allowed average and right around the same save percentage. The Wild did record a shutout against the Golden Knights. Capo Kakinen in two games, 2-0, with a 1.51 goals allowed average and a 943 save percentage. One shutout, three goals allowed on uh, 50 shots. So uh, 50 saves on 53 opportunities. Cam Talbot was 3-1-2 with a 3.26 goals allowed average and an 89.8 save percentage in the season series. So Wilds still had good goaltending, just not quite as crisp as the Golden Knights. So uh, anytime the Wild did win in the series, uh, it seemed like it was by a higher score. Mark Stone, the most prolific uh, point tally for the uh, Golden Knights against the Wild. And I should note as well, we talked about how big of a disparity the Wild had against the St. Louis Blues in the power play department. Uh, The Golden Knights and the Wild each had four power play goals. Uh, in the series. Vegas, though, winning faceoffs at a 54.2% clip uh, was uh, huge for them. And uh, that is something that the Wilds are definitely going to have to um, improve upon here in the offseason. But 24 goals for the Golden Knights in the eight games, 10 points for Mark Stone on two goals and eight assists. He had the five assist game early on for Vegas in the series and was a pest throughout the postseason as well as you would expect. So Mark Stone, Chandler Stevenson had six points on two goals and four assists. Alex Tuck, shocker, three goals, three assists, and six points through eight games against the Golden Knights, or against the Wild. And other than that, Dylan Coughlin had three goals. Jonathan Marcheseau with two. Max Pacioretty had two goals against the Wild on the season. And uh, William Carlson had two goals as well. Things pretty spread out from there. Jonathan uh, Marsh, so as I mentioned, with two. And uh, a handful of other players had one goal apiece um, for the Golden Knights in the season series against the Wild. I'm sure, just like with most of the Honda West Division, the Golden Knights are going to be happy to see Kirill Kaprizov head elsewhere. He had six goals in eight games against the Golden Knights, including two power play goals and uh, was just a monster 
in the series for the Wild uh, until he kind of was slowed by Vegas in the postseason. Jewel Eriksson-Eck with four goals in the season series. Marcus Foligno had three, as did Nick Bonino. Two goals apiece for Jonas Brodeen and Kevin Fiala. Then one goal for Jared Spurgeon. And Carson Soucy gets the Wild to the 23 goals that they tallied in the series. Interesting note, um, between the two teams, the uh, Golden Knights... And Wild, pretty much the exact same number of points as well as goals. So this series, like I said, very even between these two teams. And uh, we saw that as well throughout the postseason also. So that is a look at the season series against the Vegas Golden Knights. Next, we will look at the season series against the Colorado Avalanche to finish off the decompression portion of the Wild's offseason Dennis system. That is next here on Locked on Wild. But first, I want to talk to you a little bit about BetOnline.ag. BetOnline.ag is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports action. Major League Baseball is about a third of the way through the season. The NHL is hitting the second round of their playoffs. The NBA has had as many exciting finishes as you could expect. The PGA Tour is flexing its muscles. The NFL season is drawing closer and closer. There is no shortage of ways for you to place your bets. So before the next pitch, before the opening face-off, the opening tip, the opening tee time, before any of that, head to betonline.ag on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Do not sit on the sidelines and miss out on even a second more of action. This is your chance to get into the game as your favorite teams push further into their seasons. So head to betonline.ag on your laptop or mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Make sure to use the promo code LOCKEDON at betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Final segment of today's episode of Locked on Wild, and we are officially, after this, finished with the decompression portion of the Wild's offseason Dennis program, which again, if you missed it, decompress the season. So we have gone through all week and uh, decompressed the playoffs and also the season series against each of the Wilds divisional opponents. Next up, we will start the evaluation approach. We will go through every player on the roster and look at their high points, low points. Um, Do they fit into this uh, core going forward? Um, Pretty much every angle you can think of, we will break it all down for every player on the roster. So the evaluation portion is going to take a little time, but don't worry, we'll break it up with some other segments uh, throughout uh, the next couple of weeks as well. After that, we uh, go to the first N, negotiate with unrestricted free agents and free agents, uh, looking at some of the players that the Wild need to sign, should re-sign, things along that line as well. Then we navigate free agency and the expansion draft. We identify potential draft targets. And then after that, we set our sights on the 2021-2022 season. The Dennis system is perfect, ladies and gentlemen, and uh, it will get us to where we want to go. It will get the Wild to prominence here this offseason. So looking at the season series against the Colorado Avalanche, the Avalanche won five games to three. And uh, there were a lot of lopsided scores in this series on both sides. Uh, five to one, the Avalanche winning the first game of the season series. The Wilds come back to win in overtime four to three in game two. 
the Avalanche win 2-1 to one in Game 3. Then, uh, after a little bit of a pause, the Wild win 6-2 to two in Game 4. The Avalanche come back to win 5-1 to one in Game 5. Then 6 nothing in Game 6. The Wilds uh, lose again to the Avalanche in Game 7 by a score of 5-4. to four. And a frustration game to end the season series as the Wild beat the Avalanche 8-3 to three back on April 7th. So an interesting wrinkle into this series as well is that the Wild did not play the Avalanche again after the month of April. So right at the point where the Avalanche were really starting to catch fire, uh, the Wild had to uh, go up against them. And the biggest key to this season series, as we'll talk about, um, is just going up against that top line for the uh, Avalanche. And the Wild struggled to keep them quiet here in this series. The uh, overall numbers, I mean, 31 goals in the series for the Avalanche, 25 for the Wild. Both teams did have eight power play goals, so just about a power play goal a game. So uh, not a great series to be on the penalty kill for either side, and the Wild did also manage a shorthanded goal as well. The goaltending in the series, much better for the Avalanche than it was for the uh, Wild, as uh, Wild goalies collectively finished 3-5 and with a 3.88 goals allowed average and an 89.1 save percentage. Cam Talbot uh, substantially better between the two. Two and three with a 3.64 goals allowed average and an 89.9 save percentage. Capo Kakinen was one and two with a 4.34 goals allowed average and an 87.8 save percentage. So goaltending a problem for the Wild against the Avalanche in the season series. On the Colorado side of things, Philip Grubauer 5-2 and two with a 2.81 goals allowed average, one shutout, and uh, an 88.5 save percentage. Minnesota's own Hunter Miska with a overtime loss to the Wild in the season series. Uh, one game, 3.99 goals allowed average, and an 87.8 save percentage. And then uh, Jonas Johansson getting into one game uh, for the Avalanche. Gave up one goal on the only shot that he faced. So a 4.72 goals allowed average uh, in 12 minutes and 42 seconds of ice time. Collectively, a 3.13 goals allowed average and an 88 save percentage for the Avalanche. Numbers-wise, you know who you got to keep quiet uh, when you're going up against the Avalanche, and the Wild did not do that. Nathan McKinnon had 14 points in seven games, three goals, 11 assists. Miko Rantanen... Had 11 points on 5 goals and 6 assists in the 8 games. Gabriel Landeskog had 9 points on 3 goals and 6 assists. But uh, Kale McCarr with 9 points on 2 goals and 7 assists. Jonas Donskoy had 3 goals and 3 assists. Brandon Saad had 3 goals and 2 assists. JT Comper had 3 goals in the series. Um, Andre Burakovsky had 2 goals. Valeri Nizhnushkin had two goals. Logan O'Connor had two goals. So just a lot of balanced scoring from the names you'd expect. And uh, if you're going up against the Avalanche, those are the names that you have to keep quiet uh, if you're going to win the series. Uh, For the Wild, came down to really four players that had great season series. Ryan Hartman, Victor Rask, Kirill Kaprizov, and Kevin Fiala. Hartman, Rask, and Kaprizov with three goals apiece and four assists apiece. So seven points between the three. 
Then Kevin Fiala had four goals and an assist. Jared Spurgeon with five assists in the series. After that, things relatively quiet. Jordan Greenway, Nick Bugstad, Jewel Eriksson Ek, Matt Zuccarello, Zach Parisi, all with one goal apiece. Nico Sturm had two. Marcus Johansson, Jonas Brodeen, Marcus Foligno, and Matt Dumba, each with a goal. And Luke Johnson had a goal as well against the Avalanche in the series. 66 total points for the Wilds in the series against the uh, Avalanche. The Avalanche had 90. So spreading the puck around as well, uh, getting everybody involved. So that was that was really the biggest difference was that the Wild just could not contain the top lines for Colorado. And if you don't do that, well, you're going to have the same result that pretty much everybody does when going up against Colorado. So there you have it. We can now exhale because we have decompressed the regular season and it's time to move into the evaluation portion of the Wilds Dennis system. We will do that coming up on Monday. So make sure to tune in then for another episode of Locked on Wild. Want to do my usual Friday plug for the rest of the Locked on Minnesota shows. Make sure you are following Locked on Golden Gophers, Locked on Twins, Locked on Vikings, Locked on Wolves, and of course, Locked on Wild for all of the Minnesota sports content you could possibly handle every day. Make sure you're following Locked on Wild wherever you listen to podcasts. Make sure to tune in tonight at 7 o'clock as we head to Locker Room to talk Kirill Kaprizov and the Calder Trophy and the Wilds offseason as well. You can follow me on Twitter at Seth Topes. Have a great rest of your Friday. Enjoy the weekend, and we will be back with you on Monday with another edition of Locked on Wild.